T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. And on today's version of the first day of the rest of our lives, welcome to the brand new Playmakers. Kind of new, kind of not. We've never done this before, but the only constant is me and my voice. Some of you are winners, most of you are losers, but my name is Lindsey Brown, and I will be here and. For a very, very long time, and joining me across the way is the man, the myth, the legend, uh, a guy who has a lot more stories about these halls than I do, Ross Mahoney, or as we call him, Bossy Rossi. Hey, I'm happy to be here. This is kind of cool, filling in uh, for a week and, and, and having some fun, talking sports. Absolutely. That's, uh, that is literally the business we are in, Rossi, and uh, I'm so happy that you're here, even though you do suffer um, from a sickness that I'm not sure there's a cure for, but you're a you're a Patriots fan. You're a Tom Brady fan. I know that's probably caused some turmoil for you in the last couple of years, considering where those mm-hmm. roads have led. But I used to debate a lot of people uh, in the wee hours of the morning in college about the merits of Tom Brady's greatness in college. And so I think those moments were uh, in preparation for this one that we happen to inhibit right now. Well, I do want to preface the fact that I'm a lifelong Patriots fan. So Uh uh, my my Patriots fandom precedes Tom Brady, precedes Drew Bledsoe. Nuance. What? What? Yes. Okay. So I've told people, listen, as a Patriots fan, I've had to suffer through years with Scott Seculis and Scott Zolak and uh, Hugh Millen as quarterback. So um, I know all of those people and who they are. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. A lot of Scots. They didn't even realize there were so many Scots up there. A lot of there. Scots at quarterback for the Patriots, yes. Oh, Scotty tends to do what he does, and we have a great slate of show for you today. We're obviously going to get into the Golden Knights' victory over the Minnesota Wild last night. I was there. Uh, plenty of goals to be scored. That power play that was ailing so uh, for so long to start the season, not so much anymore. We got to talk about the Raiders, unfortunately, and why they thought it was a good idea to stand on the logo of the Chiefs, Rossi, pregame, because there's nothing that the Chiefs need more motivation. than motivation to beat up on the Raiders. And guess what they did? They beat the crap out of them from the first snap. There's more football things that obviously happened over the weekend as we inch closer to the playoffs. And then 
a lot of injuries uh, across a lot of different sports, whether it's you were doing something you shouldn't have been or you were doing something you should have been or everything that you thought you were supposed to be doing is no longer. We're going to be getting into that. And I've even left space for a wide open segment because we are in a brand new chapter of our lives, <laughs> Bossy Rossi. And I'm so happy uh, that you're here for at least the first couple steps here because I don't think it's coincidence that uh, you are here because I have shared this story on the show before, but the night before the Playmakers ever started, first show ever, my first radio show ever, mm-hmm. I was not prepping at 8 p.m. I was not watching the sports like it was the, the last day before the biggest test of my life. I wasn't even sleeping and being responsible. I was <laughs> at Brooklyn Bowl with you and Heather Collins of, of Mix 94.1. And we were at a Tom Morello show. So I got to go see Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine the day after he announced that Rage was doing Coachella. Yeah. Little did we know that Coachella wasn't to be. But uh, in terms of the origin story, uh, I I think it's an all-timer. I'd like to put it up against pretty much anyone (laughs) in their previous 24 hours before the rest of their lives, as as I previewed this segment with. But again, coincidence? I think not. I helped prepare you. Yes. I take credit by all means. Honestly, everybody that has met me at this point down here has had a hand in the larger success. And we know that this show gets off to its best footing when we start off with the check down. So let's get after it. It's your daily check down powered by Odyssey Sports. Number one. Well, we haven't failed yet. So there's that. But <laughs> there is some breaking news ish because, you know, that Big Dan, our uh, fearless leader here at Odyssey, said Lindsay, there's no better day to start the next chapter of the Playmakers because you have the best Monday night football matchup you can totally have because the Rams are playing the Cardinals, <laughs> baby. And I said that's completely false, Dan, but we'll placate you anyways because the Rams are 8-4, and four, the Cardinals are 10-2, and two, and they're both battling for NFC West supremacy. But Jalen Ramsey seems like a pretty big player on the Rams, right? One of the biggest defensive players in, in the league, for sure. Correct. Makes a ton of money. They traded a ton for him just so they could sign him to that contract where he makes a ton of money. He's going to be unavailable tonight along with tight end Tyler Higby for the Los Angeles Rams in their Monday Night Football matchup against the Arizona Cardinals because they're on the COVID list. Oh, no. Yes. So, Rob Havenstein, Dante uh, Dion. This is where I need pro- help. I cannot do names. Running back Daryl Henderson, I can thankfully say that one pretty well. Mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey, Tyler Higby, all out have tested positive for COVID-19. Obviously not enough time to really get the two negative tests in between now and Monday Night Football. But the absence of both of those names, any names, but especially those names, you'd think would probably swing the line. I think it's Cardinals minus three as we stand. Yeah, everybody was also looking forward to that Jalen Ramsey-DeAndre Hopkins uh, matchup. And now I would assume if if, if you have DeAndre Hopkins and you weren't playing him already on your fantasy team, you're going to want to put him in because uh, a shutdown corner was going to be missing now. That's some sport insight there. We're not (laughs) used to that around here, and we're going to leave you with that little nugget so you have plenty of time to change those lineups. Moving on. Number two. All right. Speaking of the Rona, we have some postponements. We have the players that were sitting out but for the football game tonight, but the NBA and NHL are also going through their own things, as they have been. This isn't the first uh, time we've heard about games getting rescheduled, but the NBA is going to be postponing the next two Chicago Bulls games uh, because of an outbreak with that team. And then earlier today, the NHL announced that. Which team is this? I forget. So much has happened today. Calgary Flames 
are not going to be playing until December the 16th at the earliest because six of their players and one staff member are entering the COVID protocol in a 24-hour period. Obviously, Rona is kind of a constant theme, but in specifically the NHL, there's a lot of discussions around going to the Olympics in Beijing, whether that's the league saying, well, we don't we don't have enough time anymore because of the COVID break, or it's the players themselves, like Alex Petrangelo, one of our players on the Vegas Gold Knights, saying last night, uh, don't know if I'm going to go because we're not really sure what happens if we test positive and have to stay over there. Nothing's really been communicated. So hockey team might not be going, and that's a problem. Right. This is all unprecedented. So something that mm-hmm. you know pops up like this, and, and a, yeah, the last thing a player wants to do is get trapped in another country mm-hmm. and where there's no definite protocol on how they're going to come back or when. Away from the fam. Right. And guess what? You're not going to get paid either because, you know, since the NHL is super pumped about sending their players over there for <laughs> free in general, so it just hasn't been a point of contention at all. And uh, so, yeah, it's going to definitely cause some decisions to be made probably in different ways than they had thought. We'd already heard Robin Leonard wasn't going to go for those kind of same reasonings, or at least he kind of came to those conclusions on his own. Petrangelo says, I want to hear more. I'm sure everybody else would too, because uh, Olympic legacies mean a lot to, to those guys as it would for any of us who would have the opportunity to compete. And so considering they missed the last time around, it would be really unfortunate if because of the lack of communication, that were the reason that they missed. Now, if it's because of COVID, if it's too big of a price to pay, I get it. But it can't be for this reason. So how does this affect the Calgary Flames and their games? Are, are they postponed to a different time? Um, or are they just right. forfeited? No, they're just postponed. So basically, they'll make them up at later dates. But they're not the first team that's had to take a pause. In the last month, month and a half, we've had a couple of teams do it. So at a certain point, if enough teams say, we got to take a pause here, and there's enough of the schedule that needs to be made up, that February block that they've blocked out for the Olympics... We might not be going to the Olympics anymore, people. But Gary Bettman said it is up to the players. And if there's anybody I trust, not really. It's Gary Bettman. (laughs) Number three. Oh, my gosh. I have to keep going. This just keeps going, this show. But there's some things that you just don't expect to see. Because certain greatnesses or people that kind of inhibit that air when they're not there, it seems very weird. You're very familiar with this problem, right, Rossi? Of course. Even Tom is capable of throwing interceptions. Even the Patriots can have losing records, even though it's not when we would like them to be or anticipate them from. But the UConn Huskies, the women's basketball team, which is pretty much synonymous with the word success for the first time ever, has dropped out of the top 25 poll. Insane, right? Insane. I mean, they're the powers, they rise, they fall, but there's obviously a lot of talent going into the, the women's basketball pipeline or just that pipeline in general. And you see teams that are better. You have Baylor's a thing. South Carolina's a team. It's not just the Notre Dames. You have a bunch of different pockets of talent. And then, you know, when you lose Paige Bukers, that particular talent for a number of weeks uh, with that tibial plateau fracture that she suffered last week in a non-contact injury. Must be tough to get the ball up and down the court, you know, more so than it was previously. <laughs> UConn women's basketball is, uh, you know, when you think women's basketball, you have to think about UConn. It's mm-hmm. like it's kind of like college football in Alabama at this point. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, 100%. Almost pro. Yeah, practically. And almost every single pro team has at least one UConn Husky on their team, if not like the, the toppest of the talents across this league. I mean, I was a huge fan of Maya Moore when she was in a Minnesota Lynx jersey on the reg. She's moved on to bigger things, more important things. We get it. But <laughs> uh, again, when there's a disruption in the normalcy, I think we've all learned that it is very, very glaring when we do notice it. Number four. All right. I didn't want to talk about Antonio Brown today, but here I am. If you 
don't remember Ross because mm-hmm. you know you're such a big fan of Tampa Bay now. Uh, <laughs> they're a really good team. They have a collection of talented individuals. Antonio Brown was one of them. Uh, has a little bit of a checkered past himself. Has run into a few problems, including providing the team with a fake vaccination card. He wasn't the only one to do so, but certainly the biggest name. He was suspended for three games without pay. Bruce Arians today said undecided he is uh, on Antonio Brown's future with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after uh, that suspension is lifted. And to be honest, I'm like, Bruce, I I, I wouldn't have him on the team right now. You already be gone. I don't think Bruce wanted him on the team ever. And I think he kind of uh, conceded to Brady about that. Obviously, Brady is a big fan of Antonio Brown. Yes. Uh, They're friends. He thought that he could rehab Antonio Brown's reputation Mm. and bring him in and that he could produce and be a weapon. I shall change the other person's behavior for them, (laughs) Ross, since it worked out so well for the rest of us. Well, listen, I mean, Antonio Brown did produce in some ways. He has had some production, not... Not back to the days of his Pittsburgh career. He's not. He's not a number one. Uh, Him and Le'Veon missed those days yeah, deeply. The, he's not a number one weapon anymore. But um, it, it depends. Is is the uh, juice worth the squeeze at this point? Exactly, because sometimes addition by subtraction is the better option. But as I said, he wasn't the only one that provided those that that fake card. Mike Edwards, uh, John Franklin the uh, third. Who exactly? <laughs> but to me, it's just like. We don't have to get into it. It's really not. We, we've all had these arguments. We've all had these talks. It's you broke the rules. There's a punishment. And sometimes there's additional punishments on top of that because you have put your employer and your team in a bad spot due to your selfishness. And so Antonio Brown, will he have a job? Don't know. Don't really care. Number five. Gosh, we're just ripping through this. This is going incredibly well. We're right done after this segment, right? Um, it's just this one. Oh, Excellent. Got- oh, yikes. Oh, just like eight more. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, so we had Heisman winner over the weekend, Bryce Young, Crimson Tide, quarterback. All of these guys that played really well this year were also named to the All-America team. Ross, could you believe it? Uh, I can't believe it, but I, I, I also can't believe the fact that Bryce Young is the first Alabama quarterback to ever win the Heisman. Stop it. First. Come on. Don't, don't take no that Mac respect Jones. away from A.J. McCarron, Ross. No McCarron, no Mac Jones, no uh, Tua. Yeah. I think... I think your guy, Mac, uh, is probably the best Alabama-produced quarterback already, and he's still in his rookie season. Low bar, obviously, as Very we're talking low. about Bryce. But uh, interesting how that has worked out. But All-Americans, uh, it's a pretty comprehensive list. There's a lot of really good football players. If you want to go look it up, by all means. But that doesn't really add that much detail uh, to our program. But do you have an, uh, an affinity for any of the, the collegiate teams? Like, I don't. I'm not no. loyal to anyone. I've, I've, I didn't go to a, um, a university, so I don't have that loyalty. Mm. I mean, I grew up in Florida. Sure. So I always kind of followed Miami, Florida State, Florida. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't have an allegiance to any of them. I'm kind of like that, too. But Minnesota, we we had all the professional sports, and that's usually just like where all of the good stuff was. Unless it was goal for men's hockey, but then they went to the Big Ten Conference. And so we're like, <laughs> big mistake. <laughs> we're not going to be here anymore. And so we left. <laughs> and that's how it works. Sometimes you make the wrong decisions, but... Bryce Young going to Alabama as a quarterback, that used to be a little bit of a shaky decision because you just didn't know if you were going to get developed yeah. in the same way. But now you have to be able to produce at every single position. And why wouldn't Nick Saban? Because that's all that he does. Well, that's a check down. I, that's, all, that's all I got for the check down. I don't, we, have, we don't have a close for it. But, I mean, this show is just flying by because we're having way too much fun. Do you want to talk hockey or do you have something else to add to our program? I'm just happy on? to be here. I'm, I'm happy to, to chime in whenever I can. Excellent.
well, let's do those chimes, uh, like those posts that were being hit all over the ice last night. A big-time goal-scoring affair between the Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. We will delve deep into what exactly went wrong and mostly right for your Golden Knights on the other side of the break. This is the bet, 1140. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 to bet. Las Vegas. Playmakers here hanging with you guys until 5 p.m. I am Lindsey Brown, and sitting across from me is the one, the only, the bossiest of the Rossiest, Ross Mahoney. Ross, this is your bread and butter. It's your time hockey segment (laughs) expertise you take it away. The floor is yours, my son. I wish I was the biggest hockey fan in the world. I really enjoy hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, my knowledge is very limited, though. That's all right. It usually doesn't take a whole lot to uh, figure out that if you score more goals than the other team, that equates to W in hockey. That's true in football. It's true in every sport. Or if you have an advantage, uh, that usually it's easier to put the puck in the net, right? I would assume so. See, you're already halfway there living on a prayer. But the Golden Knights, who were really struggling with their power play to start off the season, and understandably so, because their half of their better part of the team was out due to injury and has since returned. They're now uh, operating at a pretty healthy clip. They went two for four last night, held Minnesota one for six in a very, very busy penalty box night because in those games against Minnesota are – very physical, very chippy, and why wouldn't they be? Because they're a team they've probably seen more than most 
considering the Golden Knights were in that, uh, I don't even know what the division was called, the West Division. It was like the Honda West Division last year. Yeah, it was a tough series, tough playoff yeah, series. And, and then they saw him in the playoffs, exactly, in seven games. And the Minnesota Wild have always been a really tough opponent for the Golden Knights since the Knights entered the league. And uh, I talked about it on the Nightcap podcast yesterday. I did like a little 15-minute hockey walk talk uh, ahead of yesterday's game. I think a lot of it has to do with the Wilds' mindset. And in a lot of ways, the St. Louis Blues, just some certain teams have these personalities woven into the fabrics of their squad where you just play a more defensively sound game. You're willing to go to the hard areas. You're willing to play the boring game to get the victories. I mean, it screams, we're going to go with three pass attempts on Sunday night football (laughs) a couple weeks ago from your man, Bill. Winning a fight with body blows. Absolutely. Um because Minnesota is usually not the more talented team on the ice, whether they're playing the Golden Knights or not. But that's starting to change a little bit. And when when you're you're beholden to the person that you used to be while wearing the uniform that you were wearing, but also supposed to be your new new best you, sometimes it can be really hard to really find what your identity is in these games. And you would expect, well, if they're hard checking, if they're hard nosed players, if they're willing to go to the dirty areas, like low scoring affair, right? Nope. <laughs> It was an absolute gong show last night, Rossi. Did you watch any of it, or were you uh, no, watching I, the football? I, I was watching football, but I mm. did get the uh, highlights. I saw that the it was a big win for the Golden Knights, six four. Yeah, yeah, and it was a it was a game that was very much back and forth. You know, the Wild uh, are a team that certainly knows how to shut things down defensively, but they were making some really questionable decisions last night. Maybe they were just feeling themselves a little bit more because they were working with a winning streak, and then they lose to the Kings the night before last night, and so. That gets snapped for some reason. You're like, well, we got to win, right? Because we just got off the winning streak. Let's get back to our winning ways. And you have like Kirill Kaprizov making no look between the legs passes entering the, the offensive zone. And then the puck gets turned over and goes back up ice and ends up in their net. You have that play being made. Matt Dumba made a couple of stupid, stupid plays as a defenseman. When you're a defenseman, you never pass cross zone. Like if I'm on the right uh, circle in my D zone and I have my left wing – Say it's like Riley Smith, even though he's the center on the far left side. I don't make that pass because I'm on the I'm on the right side. There's so many people that can go right through and just pick it off, and that's exactly what happened to Matt Dumba last night. And I've seen him make those plays plenty of times, but he has an A on the jersey now. He's an older guy. He's mature. You know, he's not green anymore, Ross. And so sometimes, uh, even when they are willing to play a little bit tougher, or, or they have you in somewhat of a psychological bind. Sometimes they put themselves in one, and you just capitalize on their mistakes. I was following along with some of your tweets last night and, oh. and watching you tweet the game. Were you live tweeting the whole game? Not really. I tweet a lot less than I than I used to, but I, I was tweeting during the game. Yes. What 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 did I what brilliance did I say? Uh, I would like so to you, bring up. First? You were saying something about the uh, the garbage coming out in front of the goalies. Mm. <laughs> they were shooting out the garbage, and it was a yes. scrap for the, yes. for the garbage. Well, if you uh, are familiar with Mighty Ducks. This is something that was covered in that. So you don't have to be the the most hockey expert. But I think what was going on last night in terms of once the game kind of reveals itself for what it is, because sometimes, unlike football, you can't rely on the weather to tell you if it's going to be a running-heavy game versus a passing-heavy game. But the, the Golden Knights are a team that has been physical in the past but has trouble dictating that flow these days. And they're a team that likes to play off the rush. Minnesota knows that. So they say, Let's make you stay down here. We'll let you feed your points, and then 
we'll see if you can get the puck through. Because mm-hmm. we'll just pick up sticks. We'll move bodies out of the way in front because that is what we do as the Minnesota Wild. The, the Golden Knights struggle with this because if you put it in their defensive end, you'll see the, uh, the their opposition will get wide open looks in front because we just freewheel it a little bit more in our D zone and people get open. We get caught below the goal line. If you get too many bodies down there and you have forwards who are just really focused on the puck only, Ross, like they're not focused on playing D. This is, this is just something you have to know. They're never about playing defense. So they don't always cover their spots correctly. And so when and Ryan Reeves isn't there to punch people in the face. Exactly. Anymore. And the punching, it's like we, <laughs> we, we so miss it, you know, with all the scoring that we're doing right now. But when the goalies are in that position and Robin Leonard's a guy who really relies on his reads, AKA I need to see the puck clean off of that guy's stick to me. Mm-hmm. That's not happening for him right now because the Golden Knights are in uh, shot blocking hero world. Because Alec Martinez is still out with uh, an injury where he got kicked in the face. They, they took care of the wound part, but now there's um, some, I assume, co- some concussion problems after that fact. He's a shot-blocking machine, and overall the the defenseman who smooths everything over for everyone else, his absence is very much felt in a lot of these decisions where I have to block the shot, I have to get in this lane because... No offense, Braden McNabb, I don't really trust your ability to recover in space and time tight close to the net as I would at Alec Martinez because Braden McNabb has about 40 pounds on him and another four inches. And so, like, you got to play your game and play to your best individual identity and to the best team identity. And I don't think the Golden Knights are always doing that. I think they're getting in the way of their own goaltender right now. And some nights it's working out, but like last night, it worked out. But last week, it didn't. It got them pulled. Now, the team was able to come back and, and secure that victory after uh, Laurent Brassois went in. But you're not going to win a lot of hockey games giving up four goals sure. it, or three goals on 18 shots. I'm like, the rule of thumb for goaltending is you give up one goal for every 10 shots. Anything less, unacceptable. If you have a sub-90 uh, save percentage, you're not doing your job correctly. And he hasn't had uh, the opportunity to play his best game as as often as Robin Leonard should because earlier on in the season when we weren't scoring as much, we were giving up just as many rebounds, but he was getting those rebounds. He was better equipped to do so because the pucks were landing closer to him without bodies in between, if that makes sense. Yeah, they're, they're gumming up the works. Exactly, exactly. And so that's the garbage that's being cleaned up in front of the net. And that's that's a, a game mode that Minnesota is usually better equipped to play because, like I said, they, they are willing to just outgrind you, outwork you. That's something you can always expect from that. It's not something you always expect from the Golden Knights, but the Golden Knights were able to convert on those power plays and get one more garbage goal than the rest of them. Like, if Mark Stone's stick is, like, three inches shorter, <laughs> he doesn't get nearly as clean of a look uh, at that game winner or any of his goals that he's been able to uh, uh, score last night or the last couple games. But he's just an absolute freak of nature, and sometimes uh, they make great things. It's not always sexy, but it's always effective. 100%. 100%. But I don't know, Rossi. Like, if things aren't going well for you and they are going well for the other team, do you change what you do you change how you play? Are you superstitious? That's a great question to ask, I mean, especially in this sport. Yeah. Uh we'll just go with yes. Okay. Then uh if it's working for you, um, no, you don't change. If it's not working, then you gotta try something. Anything. Mm, anything. Change the socks. Change, change the socks. But not the, the system. So you you go first go to the individuals rather than the system. I think you uh you handle the small things before you can handle the big things. Mm. That's my opinion. I I would start small 
change little things that I that I believe were causing some of the problems. And then if it's not working, then maybe overhaul the whole system. That seems like a pretty good plan. I wish they would employ this plan with the power play in some ways because while they were able to get those goals last night and their rebound goals, they're cleaning up the garbage. They're just straight up puck pop to me. The other two chances already happened. I'm the last person standing and I whack it in. But it's still too space to me. The The bodies are too spread out. It's it's like playing uh, man-to-man defense against an offense that really knows how to take advantage of them. And instead of just changing and, and, and moving it to a different side or moving it around personnel. It just seems like they're so set on staying in the same railroads and choosing those disadvantage, uh, disadvantageous shooting lanes sometimes. But that's where I wonder if, if you change something on the offensive side, could it also change something on the defensive? Because while you may not intend to change one side, if I'm blocking shots a lot here myself as a defender, and that's also happening on the other end, do you think, that what you're learning and what you're experiencing at one end will affect your decision-making in the other. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, it's a whole mindset of the way you're attacking You're attacking the, the puck a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would think that the defensemen are changing. They have to adapt too. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They absolutely do. And for the Wild, I think their biggest adaptation that they made last night was their ability or lack their ability to hold the Golden Knights in in their own defensive. So I didn't think they could keep them and trap them as often as they did in the past because it just felt before the Golden Knights would be, well, we'll, we'll be relegated to the outside in the offensive zone, but we won't spend a lot of time in there. We'll spend more time in our defensive zone. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't necessarily the case last night. And I don't know if that's because uh, maybe it was the change to the lineup. Jared Spurgeon, the captain, uh, their defenseman just got reinserted back into the lineup after missing some time away, and they went, like, undefeated without him. And, like, what a great problem to have. Our captain goes out with injury for eight games, and we go undefeated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An embarrassment of riches. Um, but then it's also, well, is it because you're chasing, though, too? Because then you have to make different decisions based off of, well, we've given up a couple of goals off the rush. We've given up a couple goals on the of uh, us with a man down. Maybe we should probably quell the penalties maybe we should like simmer down a little bit Alex Goligoski right because you just got to be able to change and be malleable and I just don't know if the Golden Knights have gotten to that mindset yet but they also haven't really been afforded the chance to really uh color outside of their own lines because they've been working with a very limited roster sure yeah so can they can they capitalize on this and build on their east coast trip which is happening this week that's can they, true can they keep the momentum you would hope so, especially with like Boston. I, no offense, I'm not scared of them. I'm really not scared of them. People love to talk about the perfect line, about David Pasternak, about Marshan, about Bergeron, all that stuff. I, I, I don't really trust their goaltenders. Tuka Rask might be coming back here. He might sign for a million. I know he's skating right mm-hmm. now, and he only wants to play for the Bruins, and he just wants to come down for the for the playoff stretch. But yeah, I think the Golden Knights with the with the road trip. And especially playing the Rangers, which comes against Gerard Gallant, mm-hmm. Ryan Reeves, a couple of our, our, our familiar faces. Uh, I always say the road, it's great because it focuses everyone up. You don't have any uh, places to go. Your favorite restaurant isn't always available to you. Like, it's you and the team. And right. it, it's it's just very centralizing. And sometimes that can be a good thing if things aren't going well to bring everyone into gel. Or even if things are going okay, it's just that they haven't spent a ton of time together, especially in the last couple of years with COVID and everything, and with how uh, a lot of the guys talked about last season where they went to the rink and they went home. Yeah. There was no – you. 
They were letting people. They weren't letting in people into the rink until an hour and a half before game, Ross. And I know that probably sounds kind of abnormal to most people, but like I was a person that was there three hours ahead. Yeah. There was at least a couple of me in, 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 in the same mindset, and so. How many of those young guys have missed a huge window or have a lot of making up to do or just any teams that have changed from this year to the next, which are all of them? Like those are invaluable team bonding times and focusing times that have been missing from this game and take a toll on you when they don't when when they don't happen because then it's just the puck and nothing else and that's not a fun place to be yeah it's not just with hockey either Mm -hmm. every every team you have to build chemistry and that's a big part of what you do and and sometimes you always see that that these teams that build chemistry they do this on road trips because they can block out the distractions yep like you said their favorite restaurant the the family needing tickets or you know you got to pick the kids up at school because you still got you know you still have life outside of uh, a hockey when you're on a road trip and you're in another city mm-hmm. you're confined to a hotel so maybe you're playing video games or, or hanging out with your your teammates and that's time right. to bond and get on the same page about things yeah and just with how rocky the start it was and i think just you have to do a little bit more due diligence with pete DeBoer led teams and i think you would versus a gallant team or, or, or a typical coach that is more player friendly that's just more of that onus being put on the leadership group of this squad, which has returned with Max Pacioretty, with with Mark Stone. But they're doing a lot of scoring right now, too. Chandler Stevenson, they're on absolute fire. I, I forget how many games that Max have, has scored in a row. I think it's six or seven at this point. But even last night, you, I, I was really impressed with what I saw from Evgeny Dodonov. More so in like the last week and a half. I really think that he has turned a corner. He's attacking the forecheck a lot differently. He just seems like he's playing with a little more speed and pep in his step. And he had a goal last night in the power play with very little space to work with. It was it, for when when it does go right when the Golden Knights system, it's an amazing goal. It's just they don't leave a ton of room for error. And that's right. really what this team's MO is. And that's what our MO is too because I think we were supposed to go to break a couple minutes ago, but it's day one and we're already here. <laughs> But that's the way the cookie crumbles, people. And we'll be right back with a glass of milk on the other side of the break. This is The Bet 1140. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet. Las Vegas. Some things you don't do. There's just some certain things you don't even broach. I mean, you always tune into the Playmakers. That's like what you should do each and every day, three to five. I mean, we're going to be here, so you might as well tune your ear holes here as well. My name is Lindsey Brown, and joining me this week is Ross Mahoney. But I can't say that I'm surprised yesterday, Ross, that the, that the Raiders got absolutely destroyed by the Kansas City Chiefs and it has nothing to do with the talent disparity, with what's gone on this season in the locker room that happens to be in the same zip code we inhibit it has everything to do setting the tone before the game. A hundred percent. Or just getting really excited about things that shouldn't be celebrated to the level that they are. Like the bus lap the Raiders took last year mm-hmm. uh, around Arrowhead Stadium after being the Chiefs. We have beat that joke deeply into the ground. And so clearly the Raiders knew this. We need more content for Lindsey Brown because it's a whole new version of the Playmakers. We got to help a sister out. So they decided to stand on the Chiefs logo pregame. Ahead of time. Has this ever worked? No. Yeah. It, no. it does nothing but upset the other team. Yes. I, this makes uh, Mike McCarthy saying we're for sure going to win in Washington like nothing. Right. Because it's in my locker room at St. A's and many locker rooms across very nice ones. 
and and just any place that has respect for the for the logo on the front of the jersey. You don't even walk on it. You don't walk on it when it's your logo in the locker room. We didn't wear shoes in the carpeted area. That was our rule. And if you did, you got fined. And it was a great fine because it meant a great kangaroo court party for us at the end of the year. But we <laughs> learned our lesson quite quickly. There's just there's an inherent respect that you pay towards that. So not only did they do was it disrespectful in that air, it's in a different layer with this one by standing on their logo in their stadium pregame. And then Jacobs goes on, fumbles the ball, first possession, first snap. Yep. What are we doing? I mean, it, like you said, I, sometimes it's fun to add the little extra um, you know, storyline to something. Yeah, and, and, a little extra motivation yeah, since little, they need it to play the Chiefs, right? Uh, well, yeah, because rivalry, division rivalry isn't enough. Correct. So especially the team that's that's pretty much ran the division for the last three or four years. Correct. So, uh, yeah, it, it, this just doesn't work. It always backfires. And, you know, you, you never want to tug on Superman's cape and you never want to give them a little extra motivation to come out and whip your butt. Yeah, not only did you lose and, and give up the ball 17 seconds into the game, it was the most lopsided victory for either team in 62 years or in 126 games that these two teams have met. It was that bad of a game. There's never been another final score. In an NFL game of forty-eight to nine, really, it was yeah, the, first the first ever. Time, yeah, it's like a baseball stat. You're like, it's so obscure. <laughs> right. How could this still exist? Because this game has been around for too long. But that is absolutely true. And then in this, in the same air, Steph Curry days ago said, "I'm going to put up sixteen threes in a game and break the record right now." And it's been like three games since, and he had, yeah, yeah. And now he's backpedaling. I'm just like. Don't count the chickens before they hatch. The fruit snacks that are there that are no longer like there's about eight different fables that were written into our DNA as children uh, in school that just say you don't toot your own horn if you're not sure if it's a trombone yet or not. What is the uh, the great poet Kendrick Lamar say? Sit down, be humble. That's a great banger. That is such a great banger. And you're right. He is a poet. I think he won. Uh, didn't he win like the Twain Prize or something like that? I think Medal so, yeah. of Freedom. Obama gave him something like that. But. Yeah. You bring that type of art into the world, you need recognition for that. <laughs> Just like how uh, the Raiders need recognition for their stupidity and why they keep choosing it to do against the Chiefs. It's just like, why why this bear? The most hungry Kodiak bear that hasn't had a manicure in years. Like, why this bear? Well, the media has already been all over Kansas City all season saying that they've lost it, that they were a dynasty of one. Exactly. Um, yeah, and so uh, they're already ticked off and ready to win. And they're on a crazy streak already, one of the better streaks going on right now in the NFL. And then you go and you stomp on their logo. Yeah. And this is player smart. decided, too, because based off of what we saw in the comments post game, like Derek Carr says, I'm always going to support my teammate no matter what happens. Like, I guarantee you, it's two guys saying, you know what? We should do the cheer on the logo. We're like, yeah, yeah. And then a few <laughs> other people are like, we probably shouldn't do this, but we have to now because we're here. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I don't know. It's okay to tell your buddy, that's not a good idea. Probably shouldn't drink that. It keeps... It keeps reminding me of when Terrell Owens did it on the Cowboys star. <gasps> yeah, and he, he was. He scored the touchdown, and, he ran out, he slammed the ball down on the on the Cowboys star. Right. And somebody came up and knocked him right, right off. Exactly. It's, it's just one of those things you don't do mm-hmm. to anyone, to anyone. Because whether the universe pays you back or the team directly – it's usually not just a one-time fee either. It's 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 repeating. And so why they keep welcoming this in, uh, I'm not sure. Since things are going so well this season anyways, I guess we might as well just invite everybody to the party. If, if you have a good coach, too, you know, the coach is going to sit there and look at it. And, and Andy Reid's going to sit there and go, you see that over there? You see what they're doing? They're 100%. standing on our logo. Are 100%. you going to let them do that? Mm-hmm. Well, and I, as a player on the other bench, too, I would be hyping that up the entire time. There's no... 
There's no boost worth it or, or, or enough to supersede the boost that you've now given them in disrespect because negative energy is always the highest calling, mm-hmm. right, as we've learned. But not our highest calling because we are here to bring you the sports and other positive energies. And we're going to talk about what we watched this weekend that has nothing to do with sports because I was binge watching Queen and I got to talk all about what we'll be right back on the other side of the break. This is the Playmakers on the Bet 1140. You found the Playmakers only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Playmakers, Lindsey Brown, Ross Mahoney hanging with you guys here until 5. And believe it or not, life does exist outside of the world of sports. And honestly, I like that world a lot better because it's more complicated, but also less so because it is more so. Does that make sense? You can compartmentalize. Sports is so now and in the moment. And you can tune that out for a little bit and go, I'm going to watch this and free my mind from what's yeah. happening in the sporting world. Yeah, it's a very distinct flavor, sports, and just everything else. But I was... I had a really binge-heavy uh, watch weekend for uh, for myself. What'd you watch? I watched the entire two seasons of Love Life on HBO Max. Okay. Didn't know that that show exis- existed until this weekend, but uh, Anna Kendrick stars in the first season and then William Jackson in the second one. It's just kind of like this 10-episode. Uh, each season is different, and it's basically following these two people that end up together in a relationship, but... They first meet, you have a bunch of other people that you meet, a bunch of other relationships, and just like how people stay in each other's orbits and mm-hmm. just kind of following that self-discovery um, journey. And I, I I loved it. It was great stuff. I mean, it's not something you watch with the kiddos, but that's kind of what it happens to be on HBO Max. Yeah. I got to watch that. I, I'm a big fan of Anna Kendrick, actually. Oh, yeah. Cups, big uh, yeah. big fan of the the Pitch Perfect N- everything, and no. obviously Twilight. Not really. Oh, uh, come on. I, what was the uh, Up in the Air? One with George Ooh, Clooney. That is a good movie. Yeah, I like that one. I do enjoy that film. He hasn't been in movies for a long time, but then again, I think he's kind of over it. He's in Nespresso commercials. Yeah. Well, and he has the the tequila. <laughs> the tequila, right. He's got um Amal, you know, his wife who's like super high <laughs> sure. high uh high level lawyer uh over in the UK. I think they live in France and I think they have twins. I think so. I, I just think- wish I wish that I that somebody would love me the way that George Clooney loves coffee. Oh, is that his or, bit? Or that he pretends to love coffee. Yeah, I want I want that. But I want like George Clooney had always said he got married young and I'm never going to get married again. But then he met a mall and then like everything changed. That's what I want. I'm like, I want to be one way my entire life. Then you meet someone or something happens to you. And then you're just like, that's it. I'm changing everything that I've thought. Because that's yeah. like that's some next level stuff. That's kind of what this show was about, or at least the realization of that. That was the person everyone else's junk. Well, the comparison, I should say. Also, as as a human being, you always kind of uh, it's the grass is greener on the other side. Mm -hmm. And, you know, listen, Clooney was married and he said, hey, listen, I'm never going to do that again. And then he goes and spends 30 years as a bachelor, probably, uh, you know, doing anything he wanted to do. Clooneying it up. Right. That's that's a great verb to to call it. Clooneying. You're clooning. And uh, he said, you know what? At this point, I think I'm ready for some companionship. So I need to find a super hot model to spend some (laughs) time with. She's smart. (laughs) She's pretty and smart. Yeah, it's it's always interesting to see those big time changes or or shifts. And 
sometimes you you don't even know what's happening to you as it's like actively because it's nothing really changes overnight or very very few things because usually you start like changing little things in your life in your mindset and then finally something does it for you and then Mm -hmm. you're like oh so this is the point where I commit to a change in my life or breaking a habit or trying something new I mean we're all coming up on the resolution uh time of year which is any time it could be today if you really wanted sure. it to there's a whole the only reason why we start things on the first is because people can make money off of it it's fun yeah it, it's, it it's is like fun. a hallmark holiday yeah well but worse yeah like unless you're really ready for the gym thing you know that if you sign up and even if you get the good couple of weeks in say we're gonna cancel they're gonna hound you mm-hmm. they're not gonna drop you out of that plan they have these uh, it's it's tighter than an nda it has to be those gym contracts I have a question about your streaming habits. What are oh what are, what is your uh what's your go-to strategy? Now do you do you scroll or do you take Ooh. recommendations from people or do you have a list of things that you want to get to? Oh, well, there, there's a there's a lot to go through that. I I need to find things mostly on my own. If I hear about something and too many people are on board, like Squid Game, mm-hmm. not going to watch it. They're yeah. they're just I get contrary and once enough people get I never saw Tiger King. I watched like two episodes of Making a Murder and got bored. But you and I talked pre-show about right. it. just like I don't understand the fascination with all the the killers and all the yeah. the just the carnage documentaries. I'm like I just don't need to know this much information about how so and so filleted the other so and so. I'm like this is like what about the rainbows and the sunshine sure. and stuff like that. I feel like if I didn't know about it ahead of time or if it wasn't something that was in my um, you know. I guess, vision of what was going yeah. on at the time, then I don't care to know about it now. But if it was something like we talked about before, like, you know, I remember where I was when OJ happened. Sure. So I, I will watch something concerning that because I remember where I was at that time in my life. So do you watch TV to escape, to distract, or to intrigue? Maybe a little bit of all. I think okay. everybody's a little bit of all, but I think we all have like a tendency to go through because I'm like I don't watch any reality TV, and I don't really I knock anybody that that does. Like I, I watch I, escapism, I do yeah, right? Or I watch Teen Mom, I watch the challenge, yeah. I watch all the dumb yeah. ones. See, I like to I like to think about stuff, or I like to explore, or just kind of live through the characters and try to be like, okay, so they're doing this. Would I have done the same? And just kind of insert that way. But in terms of like. There's a certain point where there's too much reality, and then I check out. Right. Maybe that's that said. I do have one thing to say about all the streaming services, though. If I pay for a streaming service, mm-hmm. give me the whole show. Don't don't make me wait week after week See, after week. See, I think week. We, the week after week thing isn't that bad, though, because then it, it 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 draws it out. You spend more time with the actual content. Like I I watched those two those two seasons, and I'm I'm probably gonna forget them. Yeah. Because it's it happened in one day. I know. I'm going to rewatch it because it was such good writing and I'll write some quotes down on my note cards. But like sometimes I just wish that you can slow roll it like Game of Thrones back in the day, even though it's not back in the day at all. But that just shows you nothing stays the same, Ross. If I'm paying, let me watch it on my dime. (laughs) We want all of it. We got one more hour. That should be the rest of it on the Playmakers. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.